What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper channel, coming to you with another edition of Lenny's Leans, Likes, Locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell goes a long way for me on this video, goes a long way for you. That way, you become impressed whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. Um, Tyreek Hill is now questionable to return. I'm watching this game, and I have an unbelievable amount of. <laughs> I had. So many good tickets that were existing that I kind of just pieced together with Tyreek Hill over 104 and a half receiving yards. I'm really hoping by the time you hear this, he miraculously goes back into this football game. I was going to take an under on, I mean, it got moved to like 113, 112 in some spots. I was like, maybe I try to go for a middle. Didn't pull the trigger on it, so I really need him to come back in that football game. But, of course, this is an NBA show, and Derek Lively is um, going to annihilate the lock here in the early portion of the window, but I have a lot more on Tyreek. Oh, I jammed that. <sighs> so let's talk five NBA games here going on in the association on Tuesday. Obviously, 13 games. It was wild. It was ruckus. So far, so good. Obviously, the Lively one would be extremely awesome. 12 he had a 6.6 rebounds in the first quarter. So we can just keep that going. Uh, he needs, what, six more the rest of the game. That would be useful. But friends, this is also useful. Bet MGM down below as well as Odd Shopper. We'll talk about both here during this program. Hopefully you had a great Monday. Getting things kicked off. Hopefully you avoided injury bugs with all of your tickets in the NBA and NFL streets. But I digress. Producer Jacob, he's on hand. He's a man in the darkness right now. You can't tell. You don't know what I'm talking about. Producer Jacob, hiding. Let's get to the picks. We begin our boarding block with the Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the Boston Celtics. Ten-point dogs are the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're on a back-to-back, -back, which hardly seems fair, facing a Boston team that is not. Now, last week was a wonky schedule, and this isn't like NFL players who play once a week. They do everything to kind of prep for that one time in the week. In the NBA, you start to get in a rhythm. It's just like being in a daily routine of anything. Like, you you don't want to randomly have things just get obscured and yet you're getting a back-to-back -back here for Cleveland and they're going on the road to Boston and this is just a disaster spot you're obviously still missing uh, Evan Mobley that's a gigantic deal because those minutes are getting filled in by like what Dean Wade and friends great times great times Isaac Okoro off the bench enjoy all of that I mean there's not really a whole lot of love here if you don't have shots going down here for Cleveland, it's going to be a very high variant spot. They're going to need everybody, absolutely everybody to go ballistic here on the Cleveland side of things uh, to, to keep this competitive because Boston, perfectly healthy. They get everybody back. But you know how much I hate, how much I just absolutely despise when there's a team that's being properly valued for no injury news waiting in the wings. There's nothing. We know Boston has everybody back. Porzingis, Right off the bat, returns to the lineup, 29 minutes, 21 points. Everything's great. Everything's awesome. Like he never even left. Just over two weeks, but like he, he did leave. Just put up 21 points, three for six, seven for 13 from the field, four for four, four, for four from the line. I don't know why that was hard to say at the time. But either way, Kristaps Porzingis is very, very good at the basketball. I just don't know what you want me to do here, considering I do think Cleveland has a chance to just completely punt this basketball game, but... I think he also give Donovan Mitchell a chance to go out and try to score 45, I suppose, against Drew Holiday and company. So this is just one of those wonky spots where I think if you maybe do anything right now with, you know, we do have some props that exist in some spots, but probably just Boston minus 10 and move on with your life. 
feels a little bit risky. This is obviously a wide number considering Cleveland on the other side, but that just speaks to how important Evan Mobley is to this basketball team. And obviously missing Karis LeVert off the bench too is not exactly ideal. Boston minus 10. Think this number could get wider, but I'm happy to pass five games. Plenty of time here. Not going to be forcing it. This one's a little bit more intriguing to me. In fact, I have a very small play that I ended up firing off right, right off the bat because similar to the last one, Boston, blue blood team, not on a back-to-back. -back. LA, blue blood team, they just got done winning the in-season tournament. Congratulations. Hang your banner on December, whatever, the 18th, I think I saw they were going to do that. The fuck are we celebrating this shit? The season just started. It's so weird. I get it. There's a million cups in European soccer. There's a million cups in, I don't know, High Ally. There's, there's a million things that you can win in bowling. And there's how many tournaments during a PGA Tour season with four of them mattering more than the others. But if you win one, that's a phenomenal year. But you know what? There are individual sports where you can do stuff like that. You can't necessarily do that in a team sport where there should be one championship to rule them all, one championship to find them. But again, you have these... Do you see college basketball teams hanging banners for the Maui Invitational? No. No, you do not. That's all I got to say about that. But anyway, we're looking at the Lakers here, minus one and a half here in this spot. I'm going to bet them because that's how I feel about this. Dallas will be on a back-to-back. -back. Tim Hardaway Jr. ended up getting scratched out of the middle of nowhere, waiting for more news there. But Kyrie Irving probably going to be out. Tim, well, he is going to be out. Tim Hardaway Jr. gets scratched with, uh, what was it, back spasms? That doesn't sound ideal in a back-to-back. -back. Grant Williams will be out. Jalen Green will be out. Maxi Kleba will be out. And Derek Jones Jr., he was smashing. And then all of a sudden just rips up something in his leg or whatever else by the way i'm very much looking forward to seeing how fucking amazing Derek lively the second his props will look tomorrow coming off of an absolute evisceration that he had there in the first quarter hopefully he keeps it going here in his second stint because i think that lock is coming to fruition it was a joke of a line get ready for like 22 and a half or 23 and a half tomorrow where i might else yeah we'll take a look we'll take a look but la minus one and a half that's where i'm beginning here but quickly, before we get to the next game, OS Premium Tools, Discord Insider Access, now down to $14.95 for the weekly, $49.95 for the monthly. Do you want my premium betting card every single Sunday through Friday? Guess what? Then you can get it by signing up here for just $15 a week. It used to be $20 just for the Discord, but friends, that is not all you're going to get. You're also going to get the OS Premium Tools, the Positive EV Tools, the Fantasy Optimizer for Prize Picks Underdog. No matter what it is that you have interest in, we got something to help you out over at Odd Shopper. And hey, come ask some questions there in that premium Discord. Would love to help you make some cash. Plus, 20% off using promo code LINDY. Look at that. Expert Fix, Discord, premium tools, and access all in one lovely package. Sign up today down at the link below and come hang out with me because I'm cool sometimes. This is not one of those times. Next game we go. Denver at Chicago. Denver got off to a weird start. Jokic didn't even play well in the first half against Atlanta. And then, well, that that's Denver with Jamal Murray. That, that That's good. Now, I'm a little bit nervous about this one here. I, I'm paying attention to this line very, very closely here because Jamal Murray on a back-to-back, -back, I'm nervous that he might end up sitting here in this spot creating a little bit of extra value on the Chicago side. But is it really value? If the other side of this one just sucks. And Alex Caruso gets ruled out here. I thought it was closer to him getting ruled out here. 
purely because of the back-to-back. You could end up firing him up this time around. This time around. Io DeSumo running into the starting rotation. Enjoy that, Chicago Bulls fans. But I got to say, there's one guy that I want to give a special shout-out to because he's probably the only bright spot in a dim, dim world, especially because Chicago's about to get freaking cold here. Welcome to December. Not ideal. Kobe White is shooting nearly 42% from three, 43.3% from the field, and overall looks like an actual potential asset. And I don't want to go completely over the moon for it because obviously Kobe White, he's had some injuries, specifically the one to Zach Levine that have opened up some of these minutes. And he's a terrible defender. He always will be. He never's been good. He will never be good. It just is what it is. But he's 6'5". And Maybe it's just the back of my mind. I don't know. I was watching the Bulls today. It just, it made me feel like I was crazy because I was like, wait, Kobe White's 6'5"? I always thought he was like 6'2", 6'3". It's a lot taller. I always think of him being the guy on draft night going, wow, bro, wow, when his teammate got taken into this whole thing. It was cool. But anywho, as I look at the board for tomorrow, there are no props for this game. And yet, I can tell you exactly where Kobe White's prop is going to open up considering what we had from today. If they're on a back-to-back, you can go to the previous couple and you have an idea. You're looking at 18.5 being his closing number from December 8th and 19.5 being his closing number on today's slate. So just saying, he's hit the over in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 consecutive games, he's gone over what his listed points prop was. Now, That doesn't mean he's gone over 19 and a half in every single one because that wouldn't be true and not accurate. And then I would have to fire myself. But Kobe White, if it's going to be just a single game parlay action where I'm looking at parlaying something with Chicago, if I'm feeling frisky, we'll see if Tyreek Hill gets back on the field. Please, for the love of God, that's probably not going to happen and you're going to make fun of me tomorrow. But I'm considering strongly combining Chicago plus seven or plus seven and a half. Something can get a little bit wonky there. Again, this doesn't feel like it's factoring in Jamal Murray into his potential resting, but I'm going to put Kobe White 20 plus points because Kobe White has kind of been the little engine that could for this basketball team at times. And now I'm saying this knowing full well that they're terrible, but the former seventh pick in the 2019 NBA draft, like I know I know random draft guys. Kobe White, 20 plus points, I think is very much on the table. And hey, I don't think they have any chance of covering unless Kobe White goes and plays pretty darn well. So this is kind of like a a positively correlated situation. So Kobe White, 20 plus, we shall see. I mean, obviously Joker matters more than anybody here. I doubt he rests on the back-to-back. We might, and I'm being very trepidatious with this. We might be seeing the debut of Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley frickin' Beal. Yes, Bradley Beal off of the injury report for the first time. It feels like for the first time in forever. I'm not even a parent. I just, I, I have a lot of young nieces and nephews, and that's why I know Frozen. Totally normal thing to know. And I apologize to the parents because I know how much you hate that musical, and you should. But Kevin Durant, questionable for this one. He did practice, though. On Monday, I just want to throw it out there that I think he's closer to playing than not playing. And it's kind of created a a weird card for me because I don't try to get in the habit of like having multiple individual plays, especially on favorites, especially in some of these spots. But again, I don't discriminate between favorites or dogs or anything. I just try to make good bets, positive EV bets. That's what a market-based approach is. It's finding numbers that don't exist everywhere else in the marketplace, try to capitalize on news, and then you'll win more money over a long period of time. Yay. That's how this works. 
obviously I can do that way better with props because I'm just much better. And obviously we have all the tools and there's larger disparities. There aren't going to be massive disparities. This will move to three or four and a half or five or like a two point window for stuff like that. But an individual prop, you can capitalize on one person's situation over and over again by shorting them, by longing them, by giving them hugs. I don't know. Or going to the game and tripping them. But actually that would be illegal. Don't do that. Bad, Eric. Don't recommend bad things. I will tell you the story one day about how I told Devin Booker that. I'm going to save that story. Put put a pin in it. I'm going to have a really good winning day, and I'm going to share you share that story. May have pissed off Devin Booker a little bit, but in a fun way. Not in like a, hey, you fucked up my ticket, hey. You know, none of that. Just wanted to let him know that I needed him to suck. He did not suck. Yeah. Anyway, but it's a fun story. We're looking here at Phoenix minus three. I think you just got to be taking a shot here in the dark on the fact that Kevin Durant could be debuting alongside this quote unquote big three. It could be a lot of fun. And Nurkic been playing some pretty decent minutes here. Obviously, back to back losses there against Sacramento and LA, but you get Bradley Beal. He feels like a seamless guy to just put into the mix. He doesn't need to have the ball in his hands. He can be a guy who just knocks down shots. We saw that over the course of their couple of games. He's, I mean, they lost to Oak at Loma city and LA and the, played three games. I believe it was that he, he was hanging out with Kevin Durant. They're one and two with Bradley Beal in the lineup. These are the random things you look through, but again, these are trends that these don't matter. What matters is getting them on the floor here and having the opportunity to go up against golden state. I saw Chris Paul's off the injury report. I saw Clay Thompson's off the injury report. This is mainly just me saying Phoenix. I want to sweat you. I'll find out better phrasing than that in the future. Friends, Bet MGM on the way out. Do me a favor, smash the like button. But also, if you haven't signed up for Bet MGM yet, why not now? Why not get another sports book to your repertoire, into your portfolio? Because $1,500, uh, TV for my bungle, want to see? Yeah, a little bit of uh, Beavis and Butthead for the people. Didn't know I was going there. But I also know that you should be going to this site because $1,500 in potential bonus bets, that's a ridiculous deal. Two months of Odd Shopper Tools plus Discord Access, $100 value. That's a ridiculous deal. Awesome stuff that we have going with BetMGM specifically to help you win more money over the long term by having another book to be able to shop for the best odds every single day. So, like, do it at the link below. If you're in a legal state, take advantage. Get BetMGM. Move on with your day. Only if you're 21 and over. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER to the final game of the night we go. I want to repeat. The first two plays on these cards are small plays. You could put half unit or, I mean, God, for, just get a little something that feels like, again, they're very thin, like 2% expected value margins, two and a half expected value margins, which are not gigantic. You can go to Odd Shopper. You can toy around. You can see kind of what I'm talking about. And obviously I'm capitalizing on partially projection based because we have great tools over at Stochastic that help us project player performance. And when you do that, you get an idea of, what exactly the game flow is and you talk about pace and things of that nature but that led me to this the only play that i remotely like think if you were just make one play it's this one this this is the play and there's actually another play that ended up being very close to it here and it was actually a play on the sacramento side which surprised me they're going to be playing tonight malik monk ended up in i was paying attention to that injury news and then the clippers Kawhi paul george Harden westbrook back to back Read the tea leaves, people. I don't know what to make of it, but it feels as though 
it's far more likely with that core of four guys that somebody rests and you see Norman Powell, Terrence Mann, somebody else try to take up more minutes and try to sneak a playoff. Uh, oh, someone said playoff. It seems like it sometimes with some of these teams in the West, but try to sneak a game here in this spot with a, a little bit of a depleted lineup. Now, there are lots of rules the NBA has tried to instill. I don't think they mean jack diddly squat because teams will just lie. Teams will just say whatever to get guys out from playing in certain situations. And again, 65 games. A lot of these guys are going to hit 65 games for a word consideration. But again, the Clippers, I don't think anybody on that team cares about that. I think it's a team that's getting paid a lot of money to try to win a championship. And even though they're not necessarily equipped to do that right now, they're going to try. And they'll... Palmer's going to float around some assets and move some money around if need be. Uh, obviously, in the NBA, you have to have... I went on this rant yesterday. We're going to just pass all together here. But I'm going to be watching this game very, very interestingly going to San Romano, the Clippers game as well. Both of these this evening. Not even because of like specific plays that I have on them, but because Zubat's double-double. That's a pretty fun one. But I am going to be watching primarily to see, hey... What happens? Is there anything that you can mine out? Maybe you get a tidbit that somebody's going to rest or you see something in a box score where somebody plays more minutes than anticipated for the first game that they have played in three days, which is, again, this weird schedule that we have where Saturday, Sunday, nobody but the Lakers and Pacers play basketball. So there you go. Anywho, I am looking at Sacramento here in this spot, plus four and a half, paying very close attention to it. But in addition, there's a better play. The top play from this game. And I think it's just shorting offense all around. First off, you have a number of defenders who, if they do play on the back-to-back, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, guys of that nature, the Clippers are up to sixth in adjusted defensive rating. They are 22nd in pace, 98.4 points per 48 minutes. Now, the team that brings the pace to the table, generally speaking, are the Sacramento Kings. That's what we've come to expect from them the last couple of years, but... They've fallen down to 12th in pace here this season, 100.2 possessions for 48 minutes. And yeah, they're not as good defensively, that's for sure. 116 adjusted defensive rating, 22nd. So we're not looking at them to get us stops. But they're only 10th in adjusted offensive rating, which again, that that sounds good. 116.2 adjusted offensive rating. That sounds like something that you should be interested in. But do you know their adjusted offensive rating last season? first and i'm holding the one like the little kid from love actually but in a less loving way if you're a sacramento fan because that's regression towards the means friends i'm telling you 119 adjusted offensive rating that's the point scored per 100 possessions adjusted for the strength schedule that's ridiculously good stuff there has been regression so far now part of that is De'Aaron fox was out for a hot second as he started to get acclimated we're going to see potential for that to rise but i think that just they might have overachieved a little bit last year in terms of that offensive efficiency, and it's going to come back down to earth. There is a, there's a strong chance that that is the case, and that is where I find this total at 233 with both teams on a back-to-back, with L.A. playing slower, with Sacramento playing worse offensively. I've got this at 226, so this is a massive. It's more like 26 and a half, if I'm being honest, but... That's a massive disparity when you're talking totals. It's generally like I'm looking for at least two and a half, three to make something in play. And then the next step forward in that progression becomes a lock. And that's where we're at here in that five and a half, six and a half type range. So Sacramento, thinking about putting them on the card as well. But 
I already have two outrights on a five-game slate. How much more do I need? I know I'm going to get prop exposure because I always get prop exposure. That's what I do the best. So under 233, put it in your pocket. Save it for later if you want. But something tells me there's a potential for this number to go down, down, baby. No street and a Range Rover. That's St. Louis. They don't even have a basketball team. What am I doing? Under 233, friends. Let's get the heck up out of here. Happy Tuesday. Enjoy your day. And hey, hit me up on X at Eric Lindquist. If you have any questions, hopefully I can get back in the TikTok streets as well. Lindy's pick them. Lindy's pick them. Lindy's locks on TikTok. That's a real thing I'm doing in my life. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. So you know what to do. Go to that comment section below. Let me know how sad you are about Tyreek Hill. I didn't see if he returned to this game or not. I need to go watch football. That is for sure. Got to go watch the end of this. <sighs> Let me do something live here, though. I don't ever do this. I'm, I've, got, I've got time to kill here at the back end of this video. I don't know. How many people? Smash the like button down, down below if you actually like watch the tail end of this video. That'd be really cool if you did. Philly's up 146. <laughs> did Lively come to play? Yeah, he did. 10 and 12. And he got my double-double for me. <laughs> Thank you, Producer Jacob. Until tomorrow, friends, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets. Fuck yeah, Derek Lively!